Our text this evening will be taken from the book of Matthew, uh, Matthew 6, verse uh, 19 through uh, 21. It's Matthew 6, 19 through 21. It says, Lay not up yourself treasures upon earth, where moth and rust doth corrupt, and where thieves break through and steal. But lay up yourself treasures in heaven, where neither moth nor rust doth corrupt, and where the thieves do not break through nor steal. For where your treasure is, there will your heart be also. So the the moral of this teaching here, as Jesus is teaching on the Sermon of the Mount, is where you're investing your time. We realize that whatever we invest in, in this world, ultimately it's all temporal. We want to make sure that we invest in the things of heaven, which last forever. We know that there is, it's a good thing to invest. It's good to be smart with your money and plan ahead for retirement, Lord willing. I still remember the, the very first time I invested some money in the stock market. I had had a job there in high school where I had worked and um, had saved up some cash. My dad uh, knew a guy at work that his son worked at a, a stock place. So I went and met him one night. I had saved up $5,000. And uh, I remember the, the first four stocks that I purchased, and he kind of spread them over these four stocks. He spread it over uh, McDonald's, Microsoft, Intel, and Cisco. And I had absolutely no idea what Cisco was. I thought that was the, the trucks that I saw driving around and delivering food which I didn't think that might not be a very good investment. And when I would tell people that I'm investing in Cisco, they had no idea what I was talking about either. But I knew that by investing, it came with a risk. You know, I had bought those stocks before what they called the uh, dot-com boom. And as soon as I had bought uh, those stocks, Alisa a couple of them, they really started doing well. I remember Cisco stock doubling every single year. And I thought to myself, this is pretty easy, this is pretty good. You buy a stock and it doubles every year. But I didn't realize, because I was only 20 years old at this time, maybe 19, wasn't very old, that this wasn't normal. And then a bubble hit. And those stocks that had went up so much, they started going down, and they kept going down. I actually looked just today, I hadn't looked in 20 years, um, McDonald's is well above what it was back in early 2000, Microsoft was well above what it was in 2000, but Intel and Cisco are still below its 
I guess you would say it's 20 year high or whatever it would be, but they never actually made it back after 20 years later from their high. But I knew that was a risk. My grandparents, I remember they were very, very nervous to uh, invest in stocks. They had lived through the Great Depression there in the early 1930s. And even 60 years later, they still didn't want to have anything to do with investing in stocks. You know, it's nothing wrong with investing in stocks. But like I said, we want to make sure that we are investing in the heavenly things. We want to make sure that we don't spend all our energy and strength investing in things of the world, but that we are investing in the things of heaven. That last part, it says, lay not up your yourself treasures upon earth. As we uh, look at the background here, we see uh, three kinds of pleasures and possessions. The first one here is the moth. It says the moth can destroy. In those days in the East, men often wore, or wealthy men often wore clothes or very nice clothes that consisted of a lot of money. So because of that, they wanted to take very good care of their clothes. The moth itself, it says it feeds exclusively on animal fibers like wool, silk, and we know that they will destroy your clothing by simply eating a hole in it. I still remember when I was younger, people often use mothballs. I'm still not really sure what's worse, the smell of a mothball on your clothes or maybe having a hole in your clothes. I think I might take my chance. But the moth does come and it does destroy. We look at the, the rust here. It says the rust can destroy. This word is translated in Greek, brois, which literally means eating away. In those days, uh, much of the wealth consisted of corn and grain, and they would store their corn and grain, of course, in a barn. The problem with that, maybe the moisture, maybe worms or rats or mice would come and they would destroy the crops and pollute them. We want to make sure that we don't invest in things that can be, be destroyed by water, maybe worms, rats, or mice. We want to invest in the things of God. Those things will never be destroyed. That last part there, it, uh, it talks about avoid treasures, which man can still break through. Can still. And another word there is break through. Another word it says digging through. Houses in those days were... Uh, made of clay, so burglars would literally dig through their house and steal their possessions. We also don't want to invest in things that can be stolen. The things of God can never be stolen. The things of God can never be destroyed. But we do like to buy things that last. We all do. 
but you realize that nothing lasts forever. There in Second uh, Corinthians 4.18, it says, While we look not on the things which are seen, but at the things which are not seen. For the things which are seen are temporal. That word temporal. But the things which are not seen are internal. We want to invest in those things that are internal, not the things that are temporal. When I was thinking of this, I was thinking products have what they call a shelf life. This is, of course, a length of time which an item remains usable. Hannah, often when I'm uh, maybe making breakfast or lunch or dinner or cooking a meal for her, and I will pull something out of the refrigerator, and she'll ask me to check the date on that, worrying that maybe I am feeding her something that the date's up on. I'm kind of careful about that, too. My mom used to say it's just best by that date. But I realize that once that date comes, I seem like I can still taste a little bit of a difference. You know, I, I, one of my favorite things is bread. I like to buy really good bread, maybe from a, a bakery or something like that. I, I like bread with that thick crust and, you know, uh, but I realize right away that bread, it, it doesn't last long. It doesn't have a very good shelf life. It, uh, I realize right away sometimes I'll buy it and, uh, just a couple days later, I'll look at it, and it's already starting to mold. Well, it's, it's probably some sort of organic, and they didn't put any preservatives in it. But, you know, I, I, I don't know the best way to say this, but I, I know when you just go to the normal grocery store and you just buy that bag off the shelf of bread, it has a long shelf life. It lasts a very, very long time. Often, I don't ever remember... My son, he loves bread too. I don't ever know, remember needing to throw that bread away off the, off the grocery store shelf because the shelf life is much longer. A couple years ago, I went to uh, Athens, Greece. It is one of the oldest cities. And of course, in those days, they built it with the, the finest stone they could find. But even, you know, through time and weather and uh, wars, you know, there's not a lot of it still standing. But you know, the nice thing is the things of God, they last forever. The things of God do not have a shelf life. They do last forever. You know, we, we do everything in our strength to protect things which we believe to be valuable. People spend a lot of money protecting those things that are valuable. We often uh, put an alarm system maybe in our house. We put a safe. Maybe part of our um, alarm system may have some sort of camera, a motion sensor. But we believe that we have something valuable there. And because we have something valuable, we want to protect it. I remember, I don't think a lot of people do this anymore, but there used to be a thing called safety deposit boxes. I'm not even sure if banks still have safety deposit boxes. But I remember going with my parents, and they had a safety deposit box. And they would put things in there which they believed to be valuable. 
They might put a, a coin in there or they, they might have put some sort of bond in there. Something to them that they believed that was valuable and they did not want it to be stolen. You know, we want to protect the things that God has given us. It is much more, God's, what God has given us is much more valuable than anything in this world. And we want to make sure that we protect the things that God has given us. We also, we do not like things to change. As I get older and older, I realize I don't like change at all. I didn't like it a lot when I was younger. And as I get older, I get very, I guess you would say, maybe stuck in my ways. I don't like things to change. I guess th- this year, a lot of things have changed. But it says there in uh, Hebrews 13, 8, it says, Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today, and forever. God does not change. He is the same yesterday, today, and forever. You know, I was thinking, as a kid, I, I always enjoyed Christmas a lot. And really, Christmas, as a kid, never really changed. I remember... Um, Every single Christmas on uh, Christmas Eve, we would go to my uncle's house. I remember coming home. My parents would never let me open a gift early. They always made us wait for Christmas Day. And I would go to bed and, and was anticipating to get up so I could see what was in my stocking. And I remember, you know, waiting for my parents to get up so we could open gifts. My mom would always make uh, some sort of dinner for us or lunch for us. My, my grandparents would come over every single year. My mom even made the uh, same cookies every single year for Christmas. You know, I just got used to that. But you know what? Over time and just life, things aren't the same anymore. Christmas, you know, it's still enjoyable, but it's not the same as it used to be as a kid. But, you know, I'm thankful that with the things of God, they do not change, and they're always the same. You know, we we like things that are proven to work. You know, this gospel has been proven to work over and over. It says there in Deuteronomy 31.6, it says, Breathe strong and of good courage. Fear not, nor be afraid of them. For the Lord thy God... He it is he it is that doth go with thee. He will not fail thee nor forsake thee. I like that promise. It's proven the work. He will not fail thee nor forsake thee. The Lord will always be with us when we invest in the things of God. You know, I was trying to think of a, a perfect Christmas gift. And I realize there's really no such thing as a, a perfect Christmas gift. I remember some of my favorite Christmas gifts I ever got as a kid. I remember receiving, and probably my most favorite one, I remember receiving a uh, a mountain bike. Uh, I also uh, remember uh, receiving rollerblades, and I thought that was pretty cool. I also remember one of the, getting a remote control car one year. But you know, the, the, the sad thing is, I don't know where those things are today. Those things were just temporal. But you know what? With God, it will, that is, Jesus gave the most perfect gift. He gave us Christ. 
And through that, and through this time of this season, we have the perfect gift, and that's Jesus. And that gift will change our life, and that gift will take us from earth to heaven. It says there in James 1.17, it says, Every good gift and every perfect gift is from above, and cometh down from the Father of lights, with whom is no variableness, neither shadow or turning. Every good gift, every perfect gift is from above. That is the perfect and the best gift out there. And in in, uh, closing here, it says in Matthew, the, the last part of that, Matthew 6, 21. It says, for where your treasure is, there will be your heart also. We want to make sure that our heart is in heaven. We want to make sure that our heart is not in the, the things of this world, that we are truly investing our time and our effort in the things that one day will really matter. Because all the things of this world, like the Bible says, is all temporal. We want to make sure that we stay focused on the things that work. And we know that what God has given us, it works. And it will take us straight to heaven. So let's take this opportunity. Let's pray. And our song is 605.